Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. <laughs> this is the first time in over a month we're talking we're about back, both shows. Baby. We're 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 kicking off season four of both shows. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, actually, we're recording uh, Halloween Observed, kind of. But when this episode goes out, it'll be November 1st. It'll be November, yeah. Yeah, so Halloween will be over. But Yeah, but we're recording on the Saturday before Halloween. So we're feeling spooky. Yeah. And not like, it's not, we're going out tonight. Yeah. I don't want people to think this is what we're doing with our Halloween. Yeah. We're not that old yet. I mean, yeah. I'm... A man, I'm 40, but I'm not an old man. <laughs> You're not um, an old man. Um, but yeah, yeah we, Gary Oldman over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what we're doing. We're getting into the spooky swing of things by watching two very non-spooky episodes. Yeah, yeah. Of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. So we're kicking off season four. Uh, season four, episode one of Friends is called The One with the Jellyfish. Season four, episode one of How I Met Your Mother is called Do I Know You? We're going to put a pin in Do I Know You? for now, and we're going to start with Season 4, Episode 1 of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, no, we're not. We're going to start with Season 4, Episode 1 of Friends. Yeah. I think I'm so eager to talk How I Met Your Mother after all these weeks. You don't miss the Mystery Diners coverage? Always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be a trade-off. Um, more on that later when we catch up on our correspondence. Uh, ah. So, um, Season 4 of Friends starts off with... Joey addressing the camera and doing like uh, he's doing the slumber party pose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's doing he's the slumber like a, party a pose. He's like a teen girl in a slumber party in the sand. Yeah, but he's like telling us what happened. Yeah, he's um, doing a poor recap, much like mine when I <laughs> talk about how I met your mother. <laughs> yeah, that's like. Um, I mean, I feel like increasingly that's like a a remnant of a time like. It's a pre-internet time when people, yeah. like, really didn't have any way to, like, you would have had to have your memory jogged because yeah. you hadn't seen anything in four months. Yeah. Or if you're just picking up the show for the first time. Yeah, that's season true. Season four. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, he's doing the whole, and that's what you missed on Glee thing. Um, <laughs> you were never a Glee. You were never a Gleek like I was. I've never seen one episode. Well, yeah, I watched every single episode. Um, and, yeah, every episode started with... Like previously, I would be a voice of like so. It, it would like it was like as if it were high school gossip. Like so and so did this, and so and so did this, and that's what you missed on Glee. That's how um, Jane the Virgin was too. Oh, we got a little recap. Yeah. Oh, that show was so good. I, I never watched that. Yeah. So, yeah. We should do a rewatch of those two, and maybe podcast about it. Yeah. You know what I really want you to watch? I know we're always like pitching ideas for what we do after. Yeah. But. Um, Glee the Virgin. Glee the Virgin. What about Gossip Glee? Right? Two shows that you love that I haven't watched? Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't work yeah. for the... Uh, uh, yeah, so I guess I was just trying to think of two shows that were both like six seasons. Glee and Gossip Girl were both six seasons. I don't know how much Jane the Virgin was. I or is. Know. It's not on anymore, right? No. Yeah, okay. Um... Anyway, so Joey's uh, telling us what we missed on Glee, and uh, so we cut back to Ross in the hallway. So the season three ended with him walking into someone's room and saying hello. We yeah. didn't know, was it Rachel's room or was it Bonnie's room? So we cut back to him in the hallway. He walks into a room and says hello, and they're both in there. Yeah. Because Rachel is 
helping Bonnie with her sunburn. So scalp. he does walk into Rachel's room. We, but we don't. Yeah, we, we don't, don't figure that out yeah. until Bonnie's like, okay, I'll see you in our room, or until Bonnie leaves. Yeah. So it is like I like that little bit of like adding, letting the tension simmer a little bit longer. It's so like, it's not something you can't reach. Like she could put like lotion on her own head so easily. <laughs> you know. It's not like, oh, a spot like in the middle of my back or something. Yeah, I can reach my whole head. You reach your whole head like quite easily. (laughs) There's no need for that. I guess maybe she needed Rachel to pinpoint the worst spots. Yeah, maybe. Maybe? I don't know. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then Bonnie leaves and... um, uh, um, Ross is still kind of hanging out in Rachel's room, and but he's like, "I gotta, I gotta break up with Bonnie," which I guess is, I guess, I mean, I guess that is the right thing to do. Yeah, he should have never like kissed, kissed Rachel. Rachel yeah. at all. Yeah, but there's a whole exchange about how like or dumped her because she's bald, which is like yeah. ultimately the truth. But he always wanted Rachel back. But yeah, yeah, that is very shallow. Yeah. But also, there's a joke, like. He can't just put it off because Bonnie's so, like, sex crazed that he can't, like, not go sleep with her. Yeah. Yeah. And also there was, like, a joke about, like, non-consensual sex a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Because Rachel says, just tell her you're not in the mood. And he says she likes that. (laughs) And then he wakes up sometimes and she's maybe performing fellatio or... Which always makes me think of... um, uh, there's a scene in Six Feet Under, season one, where Rachel Griffiths does that to Peter Krause. Yeah. Um, anyway. Did you watch Six Feet Under? I forget. I did. You did? Yeah. I only watched the first season. Uh, I watched I, the whole thing. Maybe I, like, I, I watched the first season and I thought it was really great. And I started the second season at least twice, maybe even three times. And I was just, ne- I kept losing interest in the second season. I don't know if it gets better or maybe it's just not for me. Um. But, uh... How many seasons of that show were there? Five or six. I okay. think five. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. And then, you know, you've heard... Of, did you watch the finale? No, I, I know. You know about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember there was a really cool box set of the whole thing that was like... Um, like a tomb? Yeah, it looked like it had, It was a box. You took it off and there was like grass. Yeah. Like fake grass and, yeah. a, and a headstone or something in it. Yeah, we love that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember the first season... DVD came out when I was working at a video store and we had that and it had like a it slid open like a coffin Mm -hmm. and it said your whole life is leading up to this which I thought was very cool it was really intriguing I hadn't watched that I think I watched it because I liked the packaging of the first season yeah it was really fun and then I couldn't get into that second season I don't know what it was there's like a whole thing where there's like a seance or something and like Peter Krause's like talking to ghosts I remember thinking I couldn't get into the second season but maybe I'll try Call to action. Should I watch the rest of Six Feet Under? I think the premise of the show was really cool. Like how it was like we that some like random person that we don't know and we see how they die yeah. and then it cuts to the family and how they handle it. So it's then, like it's yeah. a cool idea. There's one in the second or in the first season. So like we've gotten used to like, okay, the show's gonna open up with someone dying. Yeah. And there's um an episode in the first season where it opens up with a character we know. 
and we're like, oh, oh shit, no. he's going to yeah. die. But then he like accidentally kills someone with a golf ball in the golf course. And yeah. it turns out it's like that that stranger is the person who, yeah. who died. There, yeah, there was some fun stuff there. Uh, all right, we're already way off track. Let's see. So that's a meanwhile, Phoebe's still at Terry Gar's house. Terry Gar reveals that like Phoebe's dad didn't cheat on Phoebe's like the mom she knew with Terry Gar that they were a, th- a, th- a, thr- a thruple. Excuse me, a thruple. Um, I, I started stammering all of a sudden. Yeah. I was so nervous about Makes the idea. Yeah, I'm such a yeah, I'm such a square. I'm such You're a button. So buttoned up. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so we we get that reveal. Phoebe Stock walks out. Chandler is still hounding Monica about her not finding him attractive or not thinking of him as a boyfriend type, boyfriend material. Yeah. Um, there's a funny bit where Phoebe comes home and she doesn't want to talk about what happened. She's like, I, I don't, I just don't want to talk about it. And she goes upstairs and she's like, Monica, <laughs> like she did want to talk to Monica, just not yeah. Chandler and Joey, yeah, right. Uh, I thought that was a funny joke. Um, well, she snatches um, Chandler's wine, one of their wines. See, sometimes I'm taking notes and I miss yeah. some of the, vis- the visual stuff. And I was also thinking about, speaking of Chandler, Matthew Perry's been much in the news this week because of his new memoir and his Diane Sawyer interview, which I didn't watch. I didn't read or watch, but like he's released a memoir that's a very, like, supposed to be a very, like... Uh, What's what I'm looking for? Candid tell-all mm-hmm. about his just decades-long struggles addiction? with addiction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, he, there was I, one snippet I read that he estimates over the course of his, like, career, he spent, like, over $9 million trying to get clean. Wow. Yeah. I mean, rehab is very expensive, especially. And I'm sure if you're Matthew Perry, the you're getting kind of the rehab that he's doing. He's yeah. do, going to Malibu and like doing that, the fancy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bojack Horseman. Yeah. That's my only reference somehow. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, okay. So I, lo- I lost track. Um, so Ross comes back. He broke up with Bonnie, comes back into Rachel's room. Turns out she's written him an 18 page letter front, front and, back. and back yeah uh that she wants him to read before they get back together um he says he he'll read it but he falls asleep because it's he's been up with bonnie breaking up since all night it's five thirty in the morning he falls asleep reading it then rachel comes down and ross apparently not having learned any lesson ever from any of his travails with Rachel yeah. in the past yeah. lies, lies like an idiot mm-hmm. and pretends he read it and there's a whole like confusion that's supposed to be funny but it like wasn't funny to me because I was just like this is old at this point yeah. you know I would like to see some some growth right from Ross yeah um, and also like it would be clear to anyone during that conversation that he had no idea what he was talking about like he was clearly making a guess yeah yeah what the answer was you yeah. know and she fell for it. Yeah, it takes, uh, thinking of the Homer Simpson line, uh, it takes two to lie, Marge, one to lie and one to listen. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Um, uh, <laughs> so yeah, this are, uh, the argument's annoying, and I got annoyed at the, argue, at the audience for clapping when they like, mm-hmm. Rachel like is, because she's like, does it or doesn't it? He doesn't know what she's referring like, to, so he says it does, does, and it turns out he guessed 
right, or at least what she wanted. Yeah. And so she like runs into his arms, and the audience is happy, even though it's so convoluted. Like built on a lie. The last the last sentence of the letter was like, "Does it seem like something you can do?" Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. 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 So he says it does. That works. The audience is happy. I'm annoyed. Can you do that? Yes or no? Yeah. Um, Then we finally get to the title of the episode. We're on the beach. Chandler's still being annoying about Monica not being into him. Yeah. Um, Joey is uh, is digging, which reminds me of. (laughs) Did you see that? um, What was it on like Reddit? Like. A woman posted about her husband and how, like, he inherited a small patch of land and now, like, all he does with his free time is go out there and dig. No, I love <laughs> and that, it's though. just like, men like to dig, apparently, is the uh, um, uh, the upshot of that, that, that thing that went viral. Everyone's like, yeah, men dig. I don't know. I don't have any desire to dig. But also, I've never really tried. Yeah. Like, I maybe I would be into digging. I was into digging as a child. But you were also a tree climber. Yeah. You couldn't make up your mind. Yeah. Maybe you want to go up or down. I wanted, yeah, either way. I was more of a tree climber, but not really either. Look. You're an indoor kid. If I had had my way, I was an in, I would have been an indoor kid. Yeah. As much as, like, at, like, I was sometimes mad at my parents for how much they made me play sports when I didn't want to. Um, and, yeah, maybe they should have... Uh, <laughs> Let me do some, like, take piano lessons or something. But also, in retrospect, I am glad my parents kept me active and also kept me doing social things. Because, like, I could have turned out very maladjusted if I had had my way. I could have been... You could have turned out maladjusted? I think I'm... I'm just kidding. Very healthy. Um, my, my situation was just But I could have been, like, an incel or something. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, I was like a quitter like if like I did piano I did soccer my parents were very indulgent I said I don't like this they're like all right like it's easy for us for us like we save money but then yeah I was a tree climber and like still to this day I'll see a tree and be like oh that's good (laughs) that's some good branching (laughs) that tree is begging for a climb (laughs) yeah seriously I have to stop myself like if if I uh (laughs) um wait have I told the story about me and soccer at the church on the podcast i know you know the story because my my family tells it i love this story um do it like a little brief the, yeah okay so the one sport that i hated so much that my parents were like we're not gonna put david through that again was soccer i played soccer one year like second or third grade or something um uh but also you should know listeners that my parents were uh pretty strict with us when it came to like sugary foods you know i didn't eat a lot of sweets there weren't a lot of sweets at the at our at our house um except for like some little little debbies that would go in like school lunches or whatever but like even those were like rationed out you know based on school lunches it wasn't like so like the idea of suddenly being offered something sweet was a big had a bit a lot of draw for yeah. me so one time i'm at church with my dad and they make announcements like near near the end of mass. There's some sort of announcement, and I hear all I hear is donuts in the basement. That's all I hear, because <laughs> I'm like probably I'm ADD, ADD kid, probably half paying attention anyway. Um, uh, reading like the lyrics to like songs we're not even singing that day in church, whatever, mm-hmm. all, whatever I would do because I would get distracted. But I hear donuts in the basement. But then like the mass, con- the end of mass continues, so I'm like 
uh, or no, 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 sorry. I hear donuts in the basement, so I say to my dad, like, did they say there's donuts in the basement? Because <laughs> sometimes after, for different things, they would have donuts and coffee in the basement. I didn't care about coffee, but I was like, you know, I'm third, fourth grade. And I was like, they say donuts in the basement? And my dad's like, yeah, but it's only for soccer signups. And I was like, oh. And then like the rest of math, mass goes on and I'm just thinking, head turning. My dad has already forgotten about this whole thing. He, in his mind, he put an end to it with the that's for soccer thing. Finally, mass ends, we're like getting ready to go out and I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Like I was willing to play soccer for another year to get one fucking long john or whatever. List. Yeah, and my dad was like, "What? <laughs> no." no. <laughs> but I was willing to do that just to get a donut. That's how hungry you were at church. Yeah, or how much I was just like a sucker for the things that I couldn't have. Yeah, you know, because I also like wasn't allowed soda except on rare occasions as a kid, which meant I was a fucking fiend for soda whenever I could get it, yeah. and that continued into like well into my 20s that i was like very much a soda guy um now i'm now i'm pretty rarely a soda guy unless i if i go to a drive-thru i'll get a diet soda um yeah my mom let me have diet soda which is like more toxic (laughs) right yeah um okay so we're way off track here okay and i can't even remember where i was on the beach okay this all started with men digging yes yes so Joey dug a big hole. Um, a big wave comes in and starts to wash away his hole, and it also washes in apparently a jellyfish. And Monica gets stung in very shallow water, mm-hmm. which reminded me you and I were just at the beach. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes, we were just in Hawaii. Oh, we let's talk about that in correspondence. Okay, I mean no one corresponded about it except liking my tweet. Oh, okay. But okay, yeah. let's go. Let's let's go there. Um, yeah, we went to Hawaii, and we for listeners of the past couple of weeks, when we did Mister Diners. We went to Shorefire we to Beach Shorefire. Bar and Grill. Yeah, uh, and we didn't eat because we'd already had like a kind of pricey lunch. But we had so we had like drinks. I had a disgusting mai tai. So sweet. It was very like cloyingly sweet. Yeah, I asked one of the waitresses if she knew that this place was on Mystery da- or was on Food Network, and yeah. she was like, "What?" Yeah, she didn't even know what we were talking about. But like, good for her. Like, good on her. Yeah, but you also went into uh, the surf shop went next into door. The surf shop. What was it called? What's it called? Mo Moku or something like that. Mobu Moku, something yeah. like that. Um, I actually kind of got lost because there's also like a separate bathroom and then I entered into like a weird vortex like when I was surrounded by surfboards I had had a few tiki drinks at that point <laughs> yeah so you yeah the there's one bathroom you for both entrances but it's from outside yeah so you came out of the bathroom you went back through the wrong door instead of the outside and you went into the like, the to, like the employee s- area of the surf nothing shop. but surfboards like as far as I can see stacked like uh, yeah, it was... And Derek wasn't there to help you. Derek wasn't there to help me. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, went to Shorefire. You can see pictures of us on my Twitter. Um, but yeah, we did play in the so, ocean. And, and so I said something about, like, because you had said when you were when you were a girl, uh, when you were a kid, inside joke, yeah. uh, your sister in Hawaii got bit by a jellyfish. Stung by a jellyfish. Stung, thank on you. On her ear. Oh, on her ear. Yeah. Um, and so I was like... Oh, that's a little, you know, makes me a little nervous. And you were like, ah, it's shallow water. They don't, because we were just like standing at, we just like brought our drinks into the ocean. We're standing there and you were like, it's too shallow here. But Monica got stung in three inches of water. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so Monica gets stung. 
we're way off the map. I, uh, um, they come back from the ocean. Or, 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 okay, so they get stung, and then Joey's like, oh, I heard you got to pee on it. So, like, yeah, we'll get to the challenge accepted later. Um, you got to pee on it. Chandler's like, yeah, I heard that too. And then we don't really see the end of that. Yeah. They come back, and they're all shame. They want all want to take showers, not together, separate showers. Yeah. Um, and they won't talk about it. Uh, then Ross finally reads the letter once he gets out of Rachel's grasp uh, he reads the letter and he's furious he's incensed now they're back in New York they're at the perk and he's pissed because it turns out the thing that he said that he that it does was it does seem like he can take full responsibility for everything take the blame for everything that went wrong in their relationship yeah which is ridiculous I mean it's a ridiculous ask in general but also as much I know I hate like I I know I I rag on Ross because I find him so annoying, but in this particular thing, they were on a break. They were on a break. He wasn't wrong. They were on a break. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's why he's so incensed. Yeah, and I was kind of incensed for him, so he's pissed off, but like Chandler and Joey are like, hey, just, you know, swallow it, you know? Yeah. You You, you got what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Phoebe goes to see Ursula, and there's a funny scene that like, Reveals almost nothing, but it's just a funny scene between them where you find out that Ursula, like... Knew about it. Knew about uh, Terry Gar. Um, knew about Phoebe being Phoebe's mom. Yeah. And uh, Ursula's mom. And because there was, like, her mom left a suicide note that Ursula never told Phoebe about. Yeah. And Ursula's just, like, so put out by every request. Yeah. Uh, it's a funny scene. I like funny scenes that don't really add anything. Yeah. Um, and then, so back at Monica and Rachel's, Monica and Chandler and Joey are having an awkward spaghetti dinner together. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like, they didn't have to eat together. Yeah, they didn't have to, like, make a meal and sit yeah. there and, like, pour wine. They could just, like, hang out by the TV. Or just, or- if they're so, things are so awkward between them, like, give each other some space for a little bit. Do you think Monica was like, why don't you guys come over for dinner? We'll talk through what happened but then none of them could bring themselves to talk about it? Yeah. I think I that's sh- what happened. I don't understand. I mean, we obviously, well. We'll it, get there. Okay. We'll get to the story, and then okay. you can say what you don't understand. Okay. In fact, actually, no, this is when it happens, because everyone comes home and they're awkward, so it happens right now. They tell the story that um, it was on the outside of her leg, so Monica couldn't really pee on herself, because uh, she couldn't bend that way. Uh, Joey said he'd do it, but then he got stage fright, um, and then Chandler did it at Joey's urgent prodding. Um, and so they're all ashamed. Yeah. I don't understand the shame. Like, it's on her ankle, which is, like, so far. Like, she could just put her leg in the sand, look the other way, and one of them could pee. Like, it's it seems so simple to me. And, like, there's not an ounce of shame in any of it. Yeah. Would you be ashamed? I mean, if... Well, first off, I want to Google... <laughs> Well, here's the thing. When my sister got stung by a jellyfish on her ear, I joked that I would pee on her ear, meaning yeah. I would basically like pee on her face. And yeah. like she was repulsed and I thought it was hilarious. Um, but even if you like, what if you just like peed into a little cup and then poured it on her ankle or peed into your hand, poured it on her ankle and then like rinsed off in the water? Like none of this is shameful at all. If it was on her like... I don't know, 
stomach or something. I could see how that would be mm-hmm. a little more awkward, but it's on her ankle. There's no reason that, I mean, there's no shame in pee, piss play. <laughs> <laughs> there's no shame in piss play. Well, the University of Arkansas says there's no evidence that it works. Yeah, um, I think it's like kind of a myth. Yeah, it's not real. But I think there is like a chemical substance. I don't know. University of Arkansas, Cleveland Clinic. Could it take the Scientific stinging? American. Could it take the stinging away? Scientific American actually says it can aggravate the jellyfish stingers into releasing more venom. So what happened with my sister? And this is strange. Um, the we put this was doctor's recommendation to put like meat tenderizer on it. See, that's another thing that University of Arkansas says. That's what they doesn't did. work. That's what they did. It's a, it's a myth. That's well, what the doctor did. Maybe they don't know. As we've learned, not all doctors are smart. Right. There's some pretty dumb doctors out there. Yeah. Dr. Um, Oz. <laughs> Dr. Oz. Uh, Dr. Who is, Phil, who's not an actual doctor. Right. Um, who was, uh, what was his name? Um, Donald Trump's doctor with the big, like, walrus mustache <laughs> who, like, <laughs> swore that uh, Donald Trump was in perfect, perfect health. Perfect There's no, yeah. no other evidence. Just like, like, yep, letter from the doctor. stripped of his... Um, yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. So they finally, okay, they tell the story. Would you, would you pee on me if I told you to? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you now it doesn't work. So it would be just something you got off on, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, so after they tell the story, we have a little, uh, transition shot of the World Trade Center. Um, then we're back at the perk and Phoebe's performing and she sings a very <laughs> catchy song about these are the 66 colors of my bedroom. Yeah. I was like coming it for yeah. half an hour after the episode. Uh, and then Terry Garth shows up. There's a very funny scene here yeah. where they really? realize they have things in common, but yeah. they're all like things that everybody likes. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Rachel and Ross... Um, Back in Rachel's bedroom, they they finally uh, reconsummated, if you will. They're they're postcoital, and Rachel's talking about the letter and 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 what Ross has agreed to. And we cut to outside the room, and Ross blows up. We were on a break. Uh, there's a funny thing here. I don't know if it's in your uh, funniest moments, but as soon as that happens, Chandler and Joey pop their heads in and say to Monica, "Like coffee shop? Yeah. <laughs> like we want to get out of here." But they don't get get out in time because they storm out, and there's a huge. Uh, blowout that's um, very funny. Um, Ross is being a dick, but also I'm kind of on his side, yeah. and he corrects her grammar and the grammar in the letter because she mix, missed up, mixed up. You are and you're. Yeah, yeah. You, why are you apostrophe and why yeah. you are? Um, uh, and uh, yeah, then he storms out and she says something about uh, him having erectile dysfunction, uh, but in a more like writerly way mm-hmm. um and then uh at the there's a and this, that's the end of the episode except there's a tag at the end where chandler uh is still i can't get over this thing he is still uh prodding monica about him not being boyfriend material and she says a lot of very sweet things but then she says you'll always be the guy who peed on me and that's the end of it yeah um do you have any other stray observations or should we want to do funniest moments um let's just real quick, props to the props department. So this Yoohoo carries on into season four, but it's yeah. Y O O H. That's what I said last week. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, 
He's still on the stuff. Yeah. Do you think there were painkillers in there? I wonder. Poor guy. Um, I don't mean to make light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, um, so this is a a new season, so we get new intro scenes. The opening titles, yeah. There's some new... um, But it seemed like most of them were from... The previous season. Yeah, but Whereas we get some new ones. Some new ones that are upcoming? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Um, but yeah, there was like, what was it? Ross is like trying to pop bubbles with his head or something. Yeah. Uh, that was from last season. Yeah, there was a few good ones. Yeah. Um, all right, funniest moments? Yeah. All right, I am going to give it up to David Schwimmer for his <laughs> excellent... Re- Rachel says something about like, you know, We'll never be together. We're like broken well, we're broken yeah. up, and he does this fake crying thing. <laughs> Fine by me. Yeah, and it's so it made me laugh so hard. It's very effective. Uh, it, yeah, it really made me laugh. So it's silly and big, but um, that whole scene is that whole scene of them blowing up. That's like, I like when a sitcom, like if it's going to do like a serious relationship thing, is still funny. And that whole scene was still funny to me. Yeah. Just just them going huge. What do you have for funniest moment? Um, when Joey Chandler and Monica are coming back from the beach with their heads, you know, hung low <laughs> in shame. How was the beach? And Monica says, nothing, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, my only other funniest moment was a uh, Lisa Kudrow moment, also a bit of physical uh, thing. She When she storms out of Terry Gar's house, she says, I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> and then she comes back in with her hands over hand over her eyes and is like, can you hear me my purse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine, my other one is also a Phoebe line after she sings the, um, these are the colors in my bedroom. Yeah, 66 she says, colors. I invite you to count the colors in your bedroom <laughs> in a very cute way. Yeah. Um, is that it? Yeah. Let's go with friends, but make it fashion. The only thing that, stood out to me was either Chandler spent a lot of time in the sun in Montauk or he got some frosted frosted tips or highlights or something. Yeah, he got some highlights and a cut. Yeah. And Ross had different hair. Yeah, Ross definitely had different hair. I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, All I had was Monica looks incredible in a bathing suit. I'm sure you noticed. Uh, Well, she just has a bikini top and then she has... um, Sweat shorts, shorts yeah. like sweatpants shorts. Yeah, I guess those are called sweat shorts, she right? Great. Yeah, but I mean, she always looks great. Yeah, they all, all of them. Yeah, all three all of these ladies are perfect bods. Toads gorge. Um. So yeah, as far as uh, what's under the umbrella, I was going to mention the YooHoo, but what else do you have? We were on a break. Oh right, yes. Um. Also, uh, well, Chandler and Monica, interesting. Combo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I will always think of you as the guy who peed on me. Yeah. We'll see about that. Or maybe she's into it. Maybe she likes piss plays. She's into it. Yeah. Um, I also have Rachel is dumb, you know, with her grammar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Mm, yes. Should, yes. We take, should we take a quick break? Yeah. Man, that sunset is Gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, 
where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, we're back from our quick break, but a long break in many ways, because we are finally, after weeks and weeks, ready to discuss How I Met Your Mother. Let's go with season four, episode one. Do I know you? Now they take it away. Okay, so we're back, and we don't get, like, a, a recap. Well, we, I mean, we kind of get a recap of where we left off when, you know, Ted asked Stella to marry him. So he was <clears throat> introing the episode by saying sometimes the pause is the longest thing, and you're imagining all the different outcomes. So in his mind, he imagined asking Stella to marry him in the arcade and her doing like a bunch of like funny responses. Some were sad, some were funny, but um, ultimately she says yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a funny little scene about Marshall who's still unemployed and he's coping with his unemployment poorly by popping out and yeah. just like showing up at random places Yeah, um, on Robin's set um in at barney's work right um barney's at a hospital where he's like yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah, rehabilitating yeah and then um barney goes to lily's apartment right no no i'm sorry lily goes to barney's apartment yeah yeah she's the She's the one who's allowed in Barney's apartment yeah, because yeah. she stayed there before. Yeah. So he confides in her that he's in love with Robin. And he's really upset that he caught feelings. And Okay. They were using the term catch feelings as if they had just thought of it. Do you know what I mean? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, because she's like, it's not an STD. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, he's like, I caught something. I caught feelings. Yeah. But that was like... But maybe to, like, I don't know, white people? <laughs> like, uh, um, uh, I mean, like, you and I, that maybe that was still new. But I feel like catching feelings as as a term existed going back to, like, the 90s, right? I think so, yeah. Um, but, um, uh, yeah. but, yeah, Lily thinks it's... Very sweet. She's very surprised by it. And she loves that he's kind of like showing his emotional side and being kind and being genuine. And um, she said, well, that's where the title of the episode, who are you? Because he's acting so well. No, no. Robin says that to him. That's Um, where it gets the episode. But Lily says it to him. uh, No, I I think you're right. Robin maybe says it to him. But I think the episode is more about. Ted and Stella, right? Do I know you? That's true. So we're going to get to that. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it now. <laughs> um, so. Oh, hold on a second. I have. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember who said the lyric. But 1999 in the Dr. Dre song, What's the Difference? Maybe it's Dr. Dre himself who says, I be catching bitches while bitches be catching feelings. That's oh, 99. Okay. That's the earliest in my admittedly very limited hip-hop knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> that I remember hearing Catching Feelings. So that's almost a full decade before this. Yeah. And they're... Sorry I'm so hung up on this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, uh, Lily, I got distracted. So Lily says to Barney, um, you need to stop sleeping around. Right. Um, and she loves this idea and wants to help him. Meanwhile, um, Marshall and Ted are having a conversation in their apartment about um, Stella. And Marshall's saying like, um, oh, what should I get you guys for your wedding shower or engagement party or yeah. whatever. And he's like, I don't know what she likes. And he's like, okay, what's her favorite color? He's like, I don't know. What what are her hobbies, interests? I don't know. I don't know what color of her, her eyes. I don't know. Like, yeah. so Marshall's like, you don't know her. Like, you've only known her two months. Are you sure this is the right thing to do? Yeah. I think Marshall just has a little too much time on his hands and he's, you know, <laughs> fixated on things that don't really. Um, but also he is. He is a best friend. He's a best friend, but also he's someone who, like, I know Ted is more the romantic. Yeah. But, uh, like, Marshall believes in love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and I think he's, I think he's genuinely concerned and he's bringing up an issue from his experience as a happily married person yeah. saying this This right. is going to be an issue. Because he knows everything about Lilypad. Oh, yeah. They share yeah. everything. And okay. they, like... Remember, they hang on each other's words, like, yeah. uh-huh, and then, then I brush my teeth, and then what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so then Ted has Stella over for, a, he cooks her a fancy dinner, and then he's like, I need to know everything about you. Tell me everything about, you know, and he actually poisons her by putting peanuts in his, yeah. uh, like, pesto, I guess. Yeah. Um, and she's obviously allergic to peanuts, which is definitely something he would know because it's like a serious, like if you ever go out to dinner with someone with a peanut allergy, you know, it would come up. Yeah. It would come up in the first date. It would be like, yeah, something very, very serious. Yeah. When he did their little three minute date, she would have to have said it. She would have said, are there nuts in this? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So you, basically it's her fault. It's her fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she goes to the hospital, um, comes back and um, let's see back at Barney's apartment Lily's there and Lily um, convinces him to call Lily he call Barney or call call Robin. Robin she's working but he leaves a hilarious voicemail of just yeah. like um, mumbling yeah <laughs> yeah um, she calls him back well, did you notice here Barney has, this would have been like brand new at the time, Barney has like a first generation iPhone. It was oh, 2008, okay. so they were only been like a year old. I don't think anyone else on the show has an iPhone. And I remember seeing, seeing iPhones on previous seasons. Because Stella has like a Blackberry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a little flip like <laughs> yeah. horizontal thing. Yeah. Um, so she calls him back and she's like, why are you acting so weird? Um, then there's a joke about... Um, how normally um, Barney would just do like a booty call, you know, mm -hmm. like in text form. Yeah. And he, he makes a joke about like the later the night gets, the less he has to say. And it gets to the point where it's just a que question mark and an exclamation point yeah. as a yes. Yeah. Um, and then Lily admits that um, she has to just say rhinoceros because they have a, co her, her and Marshall have a code yeah. word. Um Let's see. Oh, and then Barney finally when she when Robin does call Barney back, 
he says, I have a question for you. And, you know, Lily's trying, like, in the background doing, like, a Cyrano, like, ask her, like, yeah. ask her a question about herself. <laughs> and then this will come up later also, but it's important to talk about now. He says, yeah. at what age did you first get your period? Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is a funny question. And then she's like, I'm at work. Like, leave me alone. Stop this. Yeah. Um, and then we discover that uh, Stella has never seen Star Wars, which is Ted's favorite movie. Marshall is incensed. This Every time this Star Wars shit comes up on Friends or How I Met Your Mother, I have to remind yes. myself yes. that there was a time yes. when it was it was a little bit more of like a not mainstream nerdy thing. Remember there was a whole thing about like Monica knew a guy in high school who saw Star Wars 30-something time, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, I have to remember when this first aired... This wouldn't have been so oppressive and would not have represented, sorry for being an old <laughs> crotchety man here, but Star Wars like has come to represent like the death of culture to me. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I get so annoyed by Star Wars stuff so easily now. Yeah. But I have to put myself in the mindset. Yeah. It wasn't like that then. Right. Um, You've seen Star Wars, right? Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a really good movie, but I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. But also, I don't have this thing. I don't need you to love my favorite movie either. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe this is a call to action. But is are are there any deal breakers that you would you know if they someone didn't like a band or a movie or a TV show or a food yeah. that would be an automatic deal breaker? Um, That's a great one. Yeah, I um, for me, I think like um, picky eating. Yeah, we've talked about that. Is yeah. it is a deal breaker? Like if someone's like, even though I'm a vegetarian, mm, that's I'm not different. a picky eater. Yeah, but if someone's like, mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. Like I I've said on the show, there are like a handful of things that I don't like to eat, and I even feel embarrassed about those, and I occasionally try them again to try and get myself out of it. With the exception of cottage cheese, I, I just never had it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want it. But uh, okay, so that's Natalie's call to action. Mine is because I've put this question to you before, Natalie, in private. Would you rather date someone who had bad taste in movies or bad taste in music? Yes. And my answer is music is more important. Music is more important. If you had bad taste in music, that would be a deal breaker for me. Yep. And with movies, I mean, I like bad movies. You like bad movies. You know, like I feel like there's more flexibility. But if you really had bad taste in music... That's your whole identity. I know. Or, uh, that's yeah. how I see it. And I, like, I know I'm seen as more of a movie guy, but music music is, is more important. Music is life. I, yeah. I still think, like, I'm not sure we'd be together today if it weren't for the fact that I think the first time you came to my apartment, I was listening to Young Marble Giants. And I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, I think you, like, decided then and there, like, I'm going to give this guy a shot. Yeah. He likes Young Marble Giants. That was part of it. Hey, everyone, listen to Young Marble Giants. They're yeah. good. Do you want to impress a lady <laughs> in 2007? <laughs> the coolest lady, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, Star Wars shit. Okay, so, um, yeah, Stella's never seen Star Wars. Marshall is incensed. Um, I said that. So meanwhile, the Lily uh, Barney storyline is she, like, Gets them to go to a restaurant, saying they're all meeting at the restaurant, but it's just, it's a setup. So Robin and Barney are going to have dinner at this fancy restaurant. Yeah. Um, and they do, and they have, like, a conversation, but he's acting very unlike himself, you know? Like, he's not 
ogling the breasts of a busty. Yeah, there's. We'll talk more server. about that in, in a minute. She's giving him a lot of like stuff to work with as far as like sexual puns and yeah. jokes. Yeah. Um, she's it's talking like about the, being like pounded out by the chiropractor and getting her holes filled. Getting, yeah, getting getting drilled by the dentist. Yeah. And do you remember on um, the American The Office when they Michael Scott was told he couldn't make yes uh, that's what she said jokes yes. anymore yes and Jim is like. Oh, that's really hard. You think you can keep it up that long? Yeah, yeah. and he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, he's not even struggling. He's like asking her questions about herself. Um, so he's being very unBarney. Um, meanwhile, Stella watches Star Wars, and um, she understands how important it is to him. So she's like, "You go in the other room. I'm just going to watch it, and then I'll give you my honest opinion." Meanwhile. Um, you know, Marshall and Ted are like spying on her and she knows it. So she takes out her Blackberry and says like, stop spying on me. Yeah. Um, she's not responding to the parts that, you know, are Ted's favorite. Yeah. Um, and then after she says she loved it, which is a lie. And she and Marshall have like kind of a moment where Marshall's like, how much can, you know, this is like the fact that you don't love it. You're going to like always have to lie about it. Yeah. Are you going to lie about it forever? And she's like, yeah, I love him that much. Um, so Marshall's like, okay, fair enough. Like, as long as you love him. Yeah. You know. So it's um, his way of like, um, I don't know, giving her the okay. Yeah. Uh, is any of her description of Star Wars in your funniest moments? Or can I talk about it? You can talk about it. <laughs> I did think it was very funny. Oh, the bear? That she kept referring to Chewbacca as a bear. Yeah. Uh, but she, she's like, how does everyone understand him? He goes, uh, and they go, good idea, bear. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Can I say something about their, oh, are you, we're going back to the restaurant? We're going back to the restaurant, yeah. Okay, can I say something about the, did you notice this? They both have full glasses of wine. The bottle of wine between them has barely any wine part of it. Mm -hmm. So either this is some like Doctor Who bigger on the inside bottle of wine or they're on their second bottle. Mm -hmm. We know they're both big drinkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're on their second bottle. Quite possible. Yeah. Um, So um, Barney is like bearing his soul to Robin. Um, She gets up to use the bathroom and then she comes back and she sets him up with the busty waitress. Yeah. Um, so she's the best wing woman. Yeah, she thinks she did a great thing. She thought she did a she great thing. She broke his heart. Um, she broke his heart. And we think that he's like, no, I'm not interested in that. But we find out that he does sleep with her. And yeah. she's a woman in the apartment. And when Lily's there. Yeah. Um, so he and Lily are like talking and sh- and she says Lily says like you need to make a choice right now Robin or Bimbos yeah and he chooses Bimbos Bimbos and never let him down and speech. he yeah, lots of hate speech <laughs> <laughs> he says some terrible things yeah but i guess it's like who who is going to be offended because it's like remember when i was, <laughs> I was talking about the song uh no scrubs and I was talking about how the sporty thieves did their like response song no Mm -hmm. pigeons Mm -hmm. and I was like if you think you need to make a response song to no scrubs you're telling on yourself so who's gonna say who's watching this and going like hey I'm a bimbo and I take offense to that I'm a bimbo we're not easily confused we're (laughs) not daddy issues yeah and then he so I guess what I'm saying is no one self identifies as a bimbo so 
Know. Who's he hurting? Maybe some people do. Maybe some people do. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. But then, yeah, he also does some fat phobic bullshit in there, too. And then he uses the term... Did you catch this? Oh, this is way earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's in my under the umbrella. Don't oh, worry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he sticks with the bimbos. Um, let's see. And then uh, there's a scene at. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, so the bimbos still out in his apartment. And she, I think she leaves, and then... Yeah, April is her name? April. Yeah. And then he's watching Robin on the news, like, longingly. So he's yeah. still, like, he's choosing... I mean, he says he chooses bimbos, but he still loves Robin. Yeah. And then we get a final scene at McLaren's, and clearly Lily and Marshall come up with a new word, which is, which is chimichanga. Yeah. As they're, like, let's go have sex word. Yeah. Which isn't high, they're not fooling anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, should we move on to funniest? Yeah, what do you got? Um, okay, we already talked about what age did you first have your period? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you already kind of mentioned Barney not looking at the waitress's cleavage, mm-hmm. but it's very funny, a, a very uh, cleverly blocked scene where... Barney's just sort of like smiling at Robin and then the waitress comes to refill his water and leans her cleavage right into his face. And then it cuts to Robin's point of view and, and Barney like just still smiling, like peeks out around the cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing, like the whole thing of like Robin being the wing woman, she comes up with this like whole convoluted, like Barney plays for the um, Yankees. The Yankees. Yeah. And he's going to get them like box seats and then the April is so dumb that she's like oh like have him do whatever like yeah what does she say oh I can't even remember what like she clearly doesn't understand sports so she's like have him make, make sure the, he scores a goal, goal in the, yeah in the net in the match yeah yeah. yeah yeah um and then he lies to her and says like he's gonna get her and her family like box seats he, he he doesn't just lie he really lays it on yeah tell your nephews to bring their their, their oh okay sorry you were gonna say that yeah we'll see um what else do you have funniest uh i have a lot this is a funny episode oh, okay um the the bit at the beginning you referenced it of um unemployed marshall just like popping up in people's lives and yeah. going what are you doing yeah yeah <laughs> but then it ends with him looking at himself in the mirror like taping his face all up and then going what are you doing because he's making his like pig nose yeah um i also had when barney's being very un-barney he said i'm not here to solve problems i'm just looking to listen yep oh yes yeah i have that too damn you took that one so i only have one left then uh that's okay um because i almost took one from you um I liked the reveal when we cut back to Ted and Stella watching Star Wars and the camera starts on Stella and then pans or like pulls out. So we see that Ted is not watching Star Wars. He's just intently watching Stella watching Star Wars. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, you have another funniest moment? Nope. Oh. You said, we... you said we were going to get to something later about the. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, he says, tell your nephews to bring their mitts because you're going to be in foul ball country. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? If I say, let's move on. But I thought you were saving that for a funniest moment. Okay. All right. Moving on to fashion. 
<laughs> I'm really sorry. I liked Robin's cutout dress when they went to the fancy restaurant. That's what I have too. It's it's uh, a tricolor dress, white on top, yellow sort of sash belt area, and then a gray skirt. Yeah. I also like <sighs> Lily's blouse and chunky belt. Okay. <laughs> Look, I've ruined the entire episode. Yeah, you did. You have to have a backup, though, right? I don't. I truly don't. Oh man, you got to think of one. Okay. Hopefully this is a lesson learned for me. Yeah. I, I just didn't, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, she wanted to put that in her funniest moments. Okay. I, I completely forgot about how you end the show. Okay. I blew it. You blew it. But I, here's, here's the other thing, is I intentionally forget about how you end the show so that it's a surprise and it's funny and to it me every, gonna every so time. it was going to be so funny. It was going to be so funny. See, you wouldn't fall about, I can't even well, say see, it. Well, see, at least you didn't do that. <laughs> Foul ball. Foul ball. See you in Fubu country. Yeah. Um, God damn it. All right. You got to think of another one. I'll, I'll, I'll vamp or something. Okay. I just, I feel so bad. Under the umbrella. I feel so bad. Let's um, talk about that. Yeah. So uh, we talked about the fat phobia and Barney and Robin. And then, yeah, you wanted to mention Barney using the term. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and use the term here. Earlier, the first time Robin, or first time Lily comes to his apartment, he uses the term she-male, mm-hmm. which is generally a very outdated and offensive term for a transgender person, yes. right? But that's not how he's using it. Right. He's using it to make fun of Ted for being emotional, and he's like, I don't want to be a she-male like Ted. So, but it's still an, an offensive term, yeah. but he didn't use it to mean that he was making no reference to transgender people at all. Yeah. But I also think even a few years later, Don't use, they wouldn't have used that word yeah. at all. Yeah. There was anyway. also like a joke about when he when he left his, his voicemail, Lily's like, that was neither a voice nor a mail. <laughs> yeah. Mean. Yeah. Mean. Oh, God damn it. Uh, no, it's fine. We'll no, I just feel terrible. No, it's fine. Um, and then I, I guess we didn't, this episode is uh, chronologically pretty straightforward, which is um, uh, unusual for How I Met Your Mother. I guess that they wanted to ease yeah. back in. There but were... I, I, we did get Barney's like booty call etiquette yeah. <laughs> that I thought was very funny. De- depending on how late in the night it is, the message gets shorter and, and the response gets shorter. Yeah. Uh, but it always ends with him going, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, under the umbrella, we get a, have you met Barney? Yeah, that's right. I missed that. Robin yeah. did that for Barney. Yeah. And wait, what did he, he did a wait for he it too. He did a delightful. The date's going to, tonight's going to be delightful. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to similarities and differences between the two episodes. I've it's got just, one. It's just similarities. Let's go move on to similarities between the two episodes. I, I have, have the to, word differences I here. always have to correct you because we don't point out the differences. Here's the thing. I'm just going to remove the word just differences from go. my notes, and then it's never going to happen again. And I'm also going to say, I need a note somewhere that says, don't ruin the fucking episode, stupid. Yeah. If, Natalie gives, if Natalie gives you the, the high you, sign. Yeah. 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 Okay. So similarities, I yeah. have um, wine drinking. I just came up with that because... Um, Robin and Barney yeah. chug some wine, and then Chandler, Monica, and Joey are drinking wine as well. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, one, it, you know what? This is almost more of a difference than a similarity. <laughs> You've got uh, Joey and Chandler telling Ross, just keep this to yourself mm-hmm. for the sake of the relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas you've got Marshall telling Stella, mm-hmm. you can't keep this to yourself for the sake of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm, so this is one. a difference. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You could add that in, into it. Um, this was a, a little bit of a stretch, but um, I had ocean slash sea because obviously the jellyfish in the sea and uh-huh. Joey says it's between us and the sea. And then, um, Ted says her eyes are the color of the ocean. Yeah. After a storm. After a storm. And Marshall says, which is... And yeah. he says, beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we play favorites? Well, I have another one. Oh, you and do? This I'm is sorry. basically just... Um, you ruin everything. That's interesting, right? I'm just not... I ruined the return of How I Met Your Mother, didn't I? You really did. I blew it. You blew it. I blew it um, wide open. And this is kind of general, but um, lying and pretending. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which like, happens in every single episode of every show. I think. Yes. Uh, and it's usually annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, now should we play favorites? Yeah. Three, two, one. How friends. I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah. It often comes down to standard. just looking at how many things do I have under the funniest moments category. I had two in Friends. I had four in How I Met Your Mother. Mm. That. It's often as simple as that. That's like, your rubric. Not always. Sometimes a show can, an episode can be emotional enough to get me, but often it will come down to like, I laughed more, and therefore yeah. I like this one more. I did like this episode of How I Met Your Mother. I'm happy that we're back. Um, I enjoyed the episode. I didn't enjoy everything about it. Obviously, um, yeah. But I think the default for me is always going to be friends, unless there's like an incredible episode. But I'm trying to be more um, balanced. In my, well, you gotta be honest. I'm, yeah, I'm just being honest. But yeah. I want to be fair. Uh, should we move on to your favorite part of the show? Um, well, no. First, we have to catch up on our correspondence. Oh, yes, yes. Um, so, it's mostly our friend. It's Yeah, we got two main things from uh, regular friends. By which I mean... Friends and mothers, not our personal friends, but listeners of the show, the friends and mothers. So Jackson pointed out something I didn't realize Mm. uh, that I think is probably good for our podcast, but is a kind of a bummer. We're not going to be doing Mystery Diners again until the end, because I didn't realize that How I Met Your Mother get bumped up to a 24 season episode starting this season. So for the rest of the run, seasons four through nine there's the same number of episodes in both shows. So it's not until we get to season 10 when we'll we'll do a whole season of Just Friends and and Mystery Diners. But we're done with Mystery Diners until season 10, and we're in season 4. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad, yeah. But it's also, like, good for the show to stay on. It's probably good. I'm sure listeners are relieved. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Our friends and mothers are relieved. Well, I don't know, because... Our actual friend, we found out. Hi, Carrie. Carrie listens to the show, and she didn't she say she liked the Mystery Diners part, or no? I think so. Oh, no. She said she liked New Set Who Dis. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes. So, hi, so Carrie. So, no, it's un, uncertain if anyone likes Mystery Diners. No. Um, uh, I can't remember if it was the person who started a Twitter account or if it was someone who emailed oh, us, but at least right. one person okay. said, almost like... 
But it was almost like that thing of like. I delight in your delight. Yeah, you guys sound like you're having a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> fun up there. And we are. Um, okay, and then Stephanie, uh, Steph, uh, has a bunch of, of comments. Um, first, she, she lets us know that on Friends, because we were kind of like um, not that impressed by the uh, Robin Williams, Billy Crystal scene. Yeah. And she says the improvisation will improve later. I don't know what that means, but I guess there's more improvisation mm-hmm. coming up on Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, er, sorry, he's, she says, sorry, because um, she's referring to her husband here. But Steph says, because I was talking about. I didn't know about UFC until like maybe the late nineties, maybe in early two thousands. But mm-hmm. she, she says UFC made a huge splash in the mid nineties in 95, 96. She and her husband lived in her first place and her husband attended a match in, uh, in 95, 96. I'm guessing it happens to know that Steph's from Alabama. So I'm guessing in Alabama, hmm. uh, we were talking about me using nail polish mm-hmm. and she suggested a chocolate Brown. Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing. And I know I want to make clear. These are my own personal preferences. I don't judge how other people dress or whatever. For me, I tend to avoid brown a lot of the time because it's not a good, to me, it's not a good day-to-night color. It's a daytime color. I don't want to be wearing brown nails in the evening, especially if I am wearing, because I don't like to ever, ever mix brown and black. Yeah. Like if I'm wearing, I like my shoot my. You're looking at my uh, eyeglasses here. They're kind of a brown like tortoise shell thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm wearing black shoes or a black belt, I will wear, wear a different pair of eyeglasses because I don't like to wear brown and black at the same time. So if I had my nails painted brown, it would basically mean for as long as I had that nail polish on, I could, could never, never wear, wear black. black. Yeah, that's absurd. But I mean, these are personal rules for me. Okay, I have gray. You can use gray. Gray sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. A, like a gunmetal. Is that a gunmetal gray? Yeah. And gray gray goes with everything. People think black goes with everything. It doesn't. I think it does. Gray actually goes gray and navy blue or dark blue go with everything in my book. I like gray more than blue. blue. I like them both. <laughs> blue. <laughs> um, and then finally Steph said she would pay to listen to... The Worst Affair, where we watch You're the Worst and <laughs> oh the Affair. Gosh. We would, yeah, so we have to pay. We have one Patreon subscriber already. And we would charge like 50 bucks. 50 episode. bucks a <laughs> Yeah. So, Steph. 50 bucks a month. Get maybe. your finances in order. <laughs> yeah. 12 15 episode, we'll 50 bucks a month. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, call to action for this week. I hope that people let us know their deal breakers. Um, if music or movies would be an uh, important deal breaker. Yeah. If so, which? Um, you know what would also be kind of a deal breaker for me? I don't want to sound judgy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like believing in ghosts or. Oh, that's fine. Or like, uh, what is it? It's Hor- horoscopes? Like It's fun and it's har- harmless. It's harmless and fun. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm sure that they're great people. I don't think personally that I... It's a sign that I don't think we would mesh. Well, if, if you were always like, oh, I'm such a Pisces... Or, well, no, you're a Taurus, right? Yeah. I don't even know, because I don't care. But like, if you were always saying, like, I'm such a Taurus, I don't think we, we wouldn't be the same 
people we are. We've said, I've told you before that I, the fact that so many people have ghost stories, is it harmful to, it's It's, it's not, not harmful at all. Yeah. I don't judge the people. That's, I made it very clear. But you but would like, judge someone who Every wouldn't... single person that you think is okay to get along with is not someone you want to be married to the rest of your But life. what if I said I believe in ghosts right now? Are you going to divorce me? Well, what, 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 I think I'm pot committed at this point. <laughs> We're too far along the road. Listener, friends if I, okay. and mothers, you've just witnessed the end of our marriage. <laughs> um, what if I showed up today, tomorrow, and said I was born again? Nope. Yeah, exactly, right? You know born-again people. You just don't want to be married to them. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. Well, what if I turn I have friends who are into... What if I want to What is it called? Ghost hunter. No, uh, horoscopes. It's called like... Astronomy? Ast- astrology. No, astrology. Astrology. Yeah. I know people who do astrology perfectly nice people. I, I don't want to like live with them. It's just that they don't... They don't jive with me very well and I, and nor I with them I probably come across like an asshole to them it's okay to have incompatible traits said, I, I to me a deal breaker is not like I said picky eating before I don't hate people who are picky eating picky yeah. eaters my best friend say, besides you, you is can a picky you shift eater. it and say um, I get along better with people who aren't you're the one who used the word deal breaker yeah yeah <laughs> well I don't like uh you know, we talked about we're not pizza people. Yeah. So that's... That was another thing I think we said, yeah, that I, like, impressed you early on, that I was like, let's order Thai, or whatever, that I, I never, like, wanted to order pizza. Because I'm so used to people being, like, It's just obvious. good pizza. It's yeah. good pie. It's good pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Should I order a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get some wings. Uh, <laughs> what if I said, like, I would never date a meat eater? Or like a hockey fan. Yeah, then we wouldn't be together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that's the nature of deal breaker. All right. If I were like a Christian, I don't think you'd hate me as a person, but we wouldn't have ended up getting married. That's probably true. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. And if you were a, you know, Chili Peppers fan or like followed fish around on tour. Yeah. I don't think we'd be compatible. Yeah. No judgment, just not compatible with me. Okay. Um, all right. Let's uh, move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was going on in the world in the days these episodes aired. I'm very excited for this because I haven't. So I always look at what was going on in the world today, like, so I know some things, but I save the top five songs so you and I get to discover them together. Okay. And I'm excited because it's been months for both shows. Yeah. We're going to have some new songs, I think. But first, let's talk about season four, episode one of Friends, the one with the jellyfish, aired on Thursday, September 25th, 1997. Uh, This was the day um, the WBA, WNBA, sorry, WNBA announces it will add Detroit and Washington, D.C. franchises. Um, I'm not really a basketball fan, so I don't really know much about the WNBA. I know, uh... We should go to some games. Yeah, what are we here? The Los Angeles... I don't even know. I know it's New York, it's the Liberty, because there were... Warriors. No, because there's the Golden State Warriors, is the... I think it's like the... Spirit or Spark? Maybe Spark. Maybe Spark. Okay. 
NBA. Los Angeles. Los yeah. Angeles. Oh, you're right. Sparks. Sparks. Oh, plural. Yeah. Like the band. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, but anyway, they announced expansion to Detroit and Washington, D.C. Also on this day, um, I, I normally try to keep it kind of light, but this was like really shocking to me. Mm. Um, Marv Albert plea bargains in sexual assault case. Marv Albert, this is also sticking with basketball. He was a, he's still alive, but he's a retired basketball announcer. Mm-hmm. And I remember this being in the news because the accusations had to do with him like wanting to wear like lingerie, I think. Mm-hmm. And also him like being a biter. And so people were like mm-hmm. making fun of him. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I just today in doing the research looked up the details of what he's accused of. And it's way beyond that. And like not funny at all. Ooh. And I feel like it says something about how we've changed <laughs> the culture that like in 97 you could have, really upsetting sexual assault allegations and Jay Leno would joke about it because of like weird like kinky stuff but the kinky stuff is not it's not the problem no it's like I'm talking about like forced oral sex like Mm. really bad upsetting stuff yeah anyway I I was just really shocked I was like oh yeah I remember that I remember the jokes about that Mm -hmm. you know I remember seeing in like fucking Entertainment Weekly or whatever a little cartoon of Marvel Edward in in lingerie but it's like the, the stuff he was accused of is not Hard, hard to imagine. Yeah. People joking about that now. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of new songs. Okay. Top five songs in the U.S. Number five, The Backstreet Boys. Quit playing games with my heart. Um, I guess that means I like that song because yeah. I just sang it. Yeah. Um, number four, Leanne Rhymes. How do I live without you? Is that the one that... Is How Do I Live the song that both Leanne Rhymes and Faith Hill both did? Yeah, I think so. Versions? Yeah. Because I think the deal was one of them, like, Faith Hill recorded it for the Con Air soundtrack, but then the producers decided her version was too country. Oh, so yeah, they got Leanne Rhymes to do, like, a poppier version. I think this is the song. You know what? I could be wrong. We'd talk about a different song. Um,. And then we're getting some songs that I know the names of, but I don't... Okay. I don't know how they go. Uh, at number three, Usher, You Make Me Wanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number two, Boys to Men, Four Seasons of Loneliness. Hmm. Can't say I remember that one. Yeah. It got all the way to number two. Uh, and at number one, Mariah Carey's Honey. Uh, how does it... I'll know, I know I'll know it when I hear Honey. Yeah, yeah. But are you looking up Usher? I was, but now I'm looking up Mariah Carey Honey, because I know I know it. Um. Okay. Well, then I'll look up Usher. Uh. Oh. oh. This video has like a James the whole Bond. intro. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay, I do remember that. Okay, here's Usher. Oh, I had it queued up, and now it's... 
I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to like, while she's playing it, I'm going to like have it queued up so I don't have to um, wait for an ad. But here we go. Yeah, I don't I don't know it, but the video with all of its different like uh, cool neon shades and like uh, the backdrop is all like it's all in a bunch of different rooms and everyone's like a different single color. And yeah. then in one like you haven't gotten back to it yet, but in one he's wearing a shirt that's the same color as the wall. It's very, very 90s. There's a lot of chair dancing. Yeah. Which is very 90s. Yeah. Uh, OK. Uh, and then season four, episode one. Of How I Met Your Mother, which again is called Do I Know You? Uh, aired on Monday, September 22nd, 2008. That's Monday, September 22nd, 2008. Um, on that day, uh, some stuff happened. I definitely looked before. Um, well, new radiocarbon dating suggests that Stonehenge was built around 2300 B.C., I know you lived in London for months. Did you go to Stonehenge? I did, yeah. Yeah? We took a day trip. Yeah, how long? I mean, I know England is smaller than California, well, so everything's like a... we made a few stops to, like, other little towns. But you did it all in one day. It was all in one day, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was also, like, the stock market dropped or something on this day. I don't know. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on this day. At, uh, at number five... Um, Jay-Z's Swagga Like Us. Uh, at number four, this is a classic. Uh, I'm trying to remember how it goes. Um, uh, MIA's Paper Planes. Yeah. And it samples uh, The Clash. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yes. All right. Uh, at number three, Rihanna's Disturbia. Nope. nope. Uh, at number two, T.I.'s Whatever You Like. You can do whatever you like. Yeah. I remember that song, yeah. but we don't like T.I. We don't like him. Yeah. Uh, at number one, Pink, So What. I don't remember how So What goes. Me neither. Yeah. Um, I really, Pink, I know, like, I'm coming up, so you better get the party started. Yeah. I'm but sure I, I you know more, any, but yeah, we don't know others. the names. We yeah. don't, but if you heard it, I'm sure you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then let's move on to... Final segment, challenge accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on these shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode title. So now I, uh, I guessed, ugh. I mean, I was obviously, when I saw the word jellyfish, I had you knew. the gist right, yeah. but I was way off yeah. on the people. I said, Rachel feels the old sting of the jellyfish. <laughs> and Ross has to do the gentlemanly thing and provide a soothing golden shower. Mm-hmm. Um, or as you would style it, piss play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so obviously I was wrong. We're at zero uh, a piece here. Um, now, uh, do I know you? Do I know you? Uh, <laughs> you predicted that Barney preys on the sympathies of attractive young POAs, which of course he does, but by playing up the amnesiatic fallout of his recent bus encounter. Yeah. So I think we were both... I think we're tied at zero. Okay. That'd be funny if we spent the entire season just tied, just getting it, yeah. getting it wrong every yeah. time. Uh, can you do me a favor and vamp for a second? Oh, sure can. Gluten-free pumpkin bread. Organic artichoke pasta sauce. 
butternut mac and cheese. Organic mini sweet peppers. Season four, episode two of Friends is called The One with the Cat. The One with the Cat. Uh, Okay. Now, this is, I mean, okay. I think this is too early in the season to be a Halloween episode. So I don't think we're going to get any of the sexy friends ladies in a cat suit. Unfortunately. As much as I would love it. (laughs) Um, But I don't think that's what it is. So I'm going to say there's an actual cat. Um, Who has the cat? Um, Oh, okay. Maybe... Rachel, I'm going to say... Okay, hold on. Rachel... Want me to vamp? No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to do this slowly as I type. Um, uh, Rachel takes in a stray... Oh, yeah, two weeks in a row I'm going with oh, oh well, apostrophe. Uh, Rachel takes in a stray old tomcat, but Monica... Monica can't uh, uh, she can't uh, reconcile herself with the uh, mess of (laughs) man's second best friend. So I'm saying that Rachel is like, oh, this cat, this poor kitten needs a home. And Monica's like, sure. But she also hates that there's, like, hair and there's a litter box. And maybe the cat, like, knocks shit over because cats like to do that. Mm-hmm. And Monica likes everything just so. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that's what happens. Rachel takes in a cat. Monica's trying to be cool, but she can't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now, season four, episode two of the show we call How I Met Your Mother mm-hmm. is called, oh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Best Burger in New York. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see. What? This is so hard for me. But there's um, no stakes. We're so early in the season. Who cares? Okay. Just have fun with it, you know? Okay. I'm going to say it's going to have something to do, because Robin is like a real, like, burger, meat, first, meat yeah. and potato. So it's going to be, maybe someone's going to take Robin out, and he's mm. going to show her supposedly the best burger in New York. Okay. And there's going to be, we're going to get the gang's opinion about what the actual best burger in New York is. Okay. So So there's going to be a um, Robin goes on a date with someone who's trying to impress her. Some schmo. Yeah. Sorry. Um, because she's my Canadian, autocorrect just like conne- to corrected to my friend's last name which is also starts with S C H M, not yours. <laughs> um, Robin goes on a date Okay. With a date with some schmo who 
thinks he knows uh, where to get the best Berg in NYC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gang have lots of opinions. Yes, the the gang aren't so sure. <laughs> okay. All right. That's we did it. We uh, did it. Maybe our longest episode ever. Somehow. Wow. Um, we went off on so many tangents. But you know, it's because I ruined the show. That's why. You ruined the show. I couldn't stop talking about how I ruined the show. Yeah. It would have been so good. Yeah. Let's. Um, you can find us at battleshippretension.com. You can find the podcast wherever you find the podcast. Also, battleshippretension.com, you can find a link to um, my friend and co-host Tyler's GoFundMe. You can also find, um, if you go to caringbridge.org slash visit slash Tyler and Jennifer Smith, you can find out what's going on with Tyler. There are updates. There have been, there is progress being made progress. very slowly, but yeah. progress being made. There yeah. is a uh, reason to hope. Uh, and also, like I said, there's a GoFundMe because medical bills are, are stacking up and um, you can help. Uh, there if you if if you are able and if you want so do that uh, also email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com um, make you can leave a comment at battleship attention you can also tweet me which is how most people seem to uh, interact with the show uh, correspond with the show mm-hmm. uh, tweet me at Davy pretension um, now I'm gonna ruin the show all over again but I've forgotten where you want people to find you online I don't as you know um, but I realized that we didn't we didn't do new set who dis so stay tuned for next week when we'll we'll see if there's any new sets. Yeah, I was because uh, you know my um, twist on it is same set who dis when I think they're using the same set and redressing it. Right, right. So right. I'm pretty sure the bar at the fancy restaurant is just the McLaren's, just McLaren's bar. McLaren's, yeah. yeah, it looked exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Um, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, obviously, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Give us five stars. Give Every time you open the app of your choice, you can review it, and it yeah. helps other people find yeah. our measly little podcast. Yeah. Um, until next time, see you at the chiropractor's office. <laughs> Good save. Thanks.